How are you supposed to grade kindergartners when you only see them through a screen? How are you supposed to judge what each child already knows and what they still need to know when you can't observe them within a classroom setting? In this episode, I'll be discussing assessment within the virtual kindergarten classroom. Typically, in the physical classroom, a teacher is able to observe each student and ask them simple questions to gain better understandings of their skill set. In a classroom setting, a teacher is also able to analyze how each student interacts with their peers, their ability to follow directions, and see each student's strengths within the classroom and socially where they need to improve. Virtual kindergarten takes away the social aspect of the school. The lessons about conflict resolution with their peers, sharing, and learning to work as a team. School is strictly academic now. The students I'm currently working with have a small group lesson once a day with their teacher and three other students. In this lesson, they work on aspects of curriculum, writing, reading, and math. In the specific lesson I'll be reflecting on, they started with their sight words. Their teacher holds up a flashcard with a specific sight word on it, and the students in the small group raise their hand and say the sight word in front of them. The sight words they know so far are on, the, I, in, he, she, and today they learned and. The teacher rotates through each student so they all get a turn. From there, they write the new sight word and they learn learn more about that sight word and they write it on a whiteboard and practice spelling, any activity that can kind of allow that sight word to be learned. Once completed, they will hold up the whiteboard which they wrote their sight word on and show it to their teacher. The teacher then corrects any mistakes, such as uppercase and lowercase letters, if the letters are backwards, etc. The next activity for their sight word is to write a sentence using the word and. In this case, the word is cats, purr, and sleep. The teacher will write the sentence using extended spelling, which is spelling the words exactly how they sound, and the students copy it. In this case of extended spelling, I see cats, can, Per is spelled P-R, and sleep is spelled S-L-E-P. During this lesson, one of my students complains that she's going too fast and he cannot keep up. I agree with him. The teacher is moving quite fast, and he has not completed his sentence before she asks them to hold up their whiteboards. He has not even completed his sentence when she asks the students to put the whiteboards down and erase the sentence. At this point, I'm aware of the true lack of assessment. And in order for my students to grasp the lesson, we'll be working further on this after their Zoom classes ended. Their lessons don't stop when the classes end. Next, another thing they do in this small group is their read aloud. Yet as kindergartners, they can t- typically cannot read yet. So it's more of a memorize and repeat type of story. Each sentence of the book starts with, I like and then has two pictures of objects joined together by and to further allow the students to work on their and sight word. Again, the teacher rotates through all the students to ensure they get a chance to read. There's some variation on the pages where I like and we like is mixed if there's more than one child pictured in the book. 
I see that the students don't fully grasp the difference between I and we as a teacher kind of hurries through it. So again, I take note that I'll be adding that to work on after the Zoom lesson is over. The final lesson in their small group is literacy and sight word to combine them. They listen to a catchy video about and. The video spells it out, says it, and asks the kids to find the missing letter throughout the song. The song is interactive, yet I realize the teacher isn't fully assessing the students as they're interacting with the video, rather than with her. She's not the one asking them to spell it out, nor is she the one asking them to figure out the missing letter. So it's more the students talking to a video than talking to the teacher. In the normal classroom, when they'd be doing this, the teacher would be analyzing what she needs to work on with them. After we work on our sight words in the small group, math is next. Today, we are working on word problems with addition. The teacher tells a story and asks the students to first draw the story and second write an addition equation. The story typically goes something like this. There are three birds in the tree, two more birds join them. How many birds are in the tree? The students then on their whiteboards draw figures to represent the birds and create math equations. Once completed, they're asked to hold up their whiteboards and show the teacher their answer. Here, she will either congratulate them or correct them. This is more of an assessment in my perspective. And I interpret this as communication-based assessment which I've often seen throughout my virtual kindergarten lessons. Because instead of just telling her students that they're wrong, she allows them to correct their answers and figure out what went wrong and how to make them correct. Outside of the small groups, another way of observed assessment is in the virtual one-on-one -on -one meetings with the kindergartners. Each student has a one-on-one -on -one meeting with a teacher at their school. This isn't our typical classroom teacher, but I'm not exactly sure what her role is in the school. I assume she's in charge of curriculum, but I'm not certain. This one-on-one -on -one meeting is once a week and lasts about 10 minutes. They go over numbers, letters, sight words, and everything that should be taught and understood at this time in the school year, just to make sure they're on track. During one of my students' one-on-one -me -one meetings, I took an audio recording and went back to listen to it. My main takeaway is the importance of positive feedback and positive reinforcement during assessment at a young age. Children are rarely assessed before entering the kindergarten classroom. Therefore, once they enter kindergarten, the use of assessment is foreign to them. Negative reinforcement at an early age could be detrimental to their confidence. The following is my analysis of positive reinforcement within the assessment for this one-on-one -on -one meeting. There's a good amount of positive feedback when he did well. He gets nervous, so when he was rewarded for doing well, he calms down. The teacher often stopped him mid-answer to try, telling him to try again. I feel like this could be a considerate negative experience. She should have let him finish rather than telling him to try again midway through. This abrupt stop could throw him off track, make him feel nervous and get it wrong again when he tries again because he has experience being stopped again, so he knows this could happen again. Positive reinforcements is a huge and necessary aspect of assessment in both virtual and in-person learning. 
Test anxiety is a real thing, and negative reinforcements of failure and mistakes is something that I believe could lead to it. I'm not a licensed psychologist, nor am I fully confident that my observations are correct, but that was my honest opinion and takeaway in that moment. The last way in which I observe assessment within the virtual classroom is with a more traditional manner. At the end of each math lesson, students are required to open Canvas and complete their daily math quiz that solidifies their learning and understanding. This quiz, I believe, is supposed to be taken alone, but they're kindergartners. The math questions are written out, and while there are typically pictures that accompany the questions and multiple choice answers, they can't read. So this is a bit above their level of understanding. While trying to implement the traditional method of assessment through quizzes, I am required to assist my students. Each quiz is typically around five multiple choice questions. The students are currently learning about addition and subtraction, so I'll be discussing this lesson in math as it's most fresh in my mind. We open a Canvas quiz and the first question says, there are six birds in a tree and three more join them. How many birds are on the tree? As I read this question, the boys are writing down an equation and circles to represent the two groups of birds on a whiteboard. When I tell them to flip the board, they show me their groups of circles and the equations they're made. On both boards, I see six plus three equals nine. After celebrating their math success, I chose the multiple choice answer for them that says nine. We then go to the next problem. All the questions for both addition and subtraction are very similar to this one where there's a math story that requires a math equation to find the answer. If the answer they give it me is incorrect, I ask them to go back and try again, which they'll do without complaints. Once the answer is correct, we'll celebrate the success. I never get cross with them if the answer is wrong, because I don't want them to feel failure, as it's something natural, but I do celebrate their success to positively reinforce their hard work. Assessment in kindergarten is hard to do to begin with, as our knowledge is limited. Often, assessment is completed by observation or working one-on-one -on -one with the student in the classroom. Assessment within the virtual classroom is even more difficult as it's the one-on-one -on -one interaction is lacking and teachers do not have time to meet on Zoom with each student in the school day. Assessment, while in the virtual space, falls mainly on the parent and creates yet another thing to be responsible for, something that we typically wouldn't be responsible for if a child were in the physical classroom. I describe this new responsibility when discussing the daily math quiz in which the students are required to take. Not only do I facilitate the quiz, but I work with each student individually to ensure they understand what's being asked of them, and if they don't understand, I'll further explain the lesson at hand. Like all parents, I want these children to succeed, but their success is reliant on the parent or guardian's willingness to help. So, assessment in the virtual classroom is very tricky and a lot of the pressure goes on to the parents. Therefore, if the parents aren't able or willing to help, they may not fully grasp the lesson at hand.